You're listening to the big league. A ton of stuff happened last night. I think the Leafs have to win that one. This year, Toronto Maple Leafs are going to win Stanley Cup championship. The Jays would pick up Bumgarner from the Giants. Whoa. Quite a huge game. He put up 30 points. You can't suspend him for that. I like you can look into I it as much as you could. Toronto Raptors raise the banner. If they get by Boston, do you think they have a legit shot at winning the Stanley Cup this year? You're listening to the big league with Aiden Silphant and Connor Somerville. Episode number two, Connor Somerville, Aiden Silphant. Technically episode number three, but we're going to go... That's true. This is the first one we've actually recorded, too. So we could say episode one, too, but... Well, it's an episode. How's that? Yeah. Uh, October 24th, that's our episode. But, yeah, we're back. Um, Toronto FC won last night. Moving on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Leafs are collapsing around us. Toronto Raptors raise the banner. It's been an eventful week in Toronto sports so oh, far. Oh yeah, it's been a jam-packed week. We also got a MLB World Series and you never yeah. you can't forget about the MLB this time of year. October is a very special month for that league. Uh, obviously like you said the Raptors, what a game to uh, open up their season. Uh, banner raising, Kyle Lowry with a big speech and a big OT win. Leafs Sharks tomorrow night. They Leafs played Monday, Tuesday, uh, lost to Columbus in OT, which was a shootout. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was, it was a yeah, it was, penalty yeah, yeah, shot, yeah, but it's a shot. shootout. Yeah, uh, and the they lost again to the Bruins on Tuesday night, four to two. So I didn't get the chance to watch those games because I'm studying. Yeah, studying work. Um, do you watch them? Um, I watched a bit of the Columbus game. Um, I didn't watch too much of the Boston one. Um, I watched, I think, the third period of the Columbus game, and I think the Leafs were leading heading into it, um, and then they let in a weak goal. Um, I forget who get, who got it. I think it might have been Dubois who got it to tie it. Um, and then, yeah, in overtime, I don't know. Did you watch any of that overtime, or did you see the highlights? Uh, I saw the shootout. Yeah. The penalty, the penalty shot, shot yeah. goal. Yeah. Um, but that was literally it. Yeah, in the moment... Um, you could see Mitch Marner covering the puck with his glove um, in the crease, and um, that's what everybody thought the penalty was called for. Um, but then Elliot Friedman did a good job, or the producers at Sportsnet did a good job of picking it up, that it was actually the hooking penalty on Marner before he ended up putting his glove over the puck um, that drew that penalty shot. Um, and yeah, it's a tough one. Freddie Anderson, I mean, I guess he could have had it, but uh, good shot by Nyquist, I guess. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the Leafs got to find a way to win those games because Columbus, um, obviously, they had a great run last year, but you really never know um, how they're going to do this year because they lost Panarin and and Bobrovsky and Duchesne. So they're a weaker team, and the Leafs, you know, you got to win these games, man. You can't let these games slip away. Um, And then Boston the next night, I mean, you got Hutchison um, in net, and that's never a good thing. But, honestly, he played okay. And he gave them a real a real fighting chance to win that game. Um, so I, I didn't have a problem with the way Hutch played in that. Um, Matthews, Marner, they have to do a better job, especially with Tavares out. They have to kind of lead the way. Um, and they, they made it close against Boston. You know, they were Boston was a rested team. They had Tuca in net. Um, and the, the Leafs played okay um for the, for the second half of back to back but um you'd like to see them come away with a couple points or one point at least yeah uh i've actually wanted to ask you about hutchinson cuz online it's been a very back and forth he's trash or 
no, you can't blame him. It's second half of a back-to-back. What do you think? Is he actually a decent backup, or is he somebody who's the Leafs have got to get rid of and find someone else to back him up, uh, back up Freddie? I don't think he's as horrible as a lot of people think that he is. Um, I know his stats, you know, last year weren't very good when he was with the Leafs. Um, and this year he's been like on and off. If you look at the game against Boston, like if he can play like that every single time, then then I'm o- I'm going to be okay with that. But um, I don't know. Like last year, Hutchison didn't really give mu- get much of a chance with the Leafs, so he he didn't get get into any games basically. So he's a bit rusty. Um, this year so far, yeah, it's been a bit it's been a bit back and forth. He's had a good game and then a bad game and then a really bad game. Um, I don't know if, what the market is right now for backup goalie. Um, I know that they're really valuable to teams, though. Like, if you look at Tampa, they just acquired McElhaney, and Tampa's one of the best teams in the league, and obviously they, they didn't think their goaltending situation was enough, so they had to go out and get him. Um, if you look at Boston, Tuka Rask and Yaroslav Halak, that's a pretty good uh, goalie tandem. Yep. And then you got the Leafs, Anderson, and Hutchison. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, we'll then- see. You look at Carolina and they're sitting with Peter Morazic and James Reimer. I love the I love Reimer, like diehard Reimer fan, but that can't even be, Morazic though. Even Morazic is like yeah, they're not great, but they're a playoff team. Uh, yeah. You look at St. Louis, Jordan Bennington, is he for real still? We don't really know. It's still too small a sample size to judge that. Uh, San Jose, Martin Jones is utterly garbage he's so bad this year he's yeah. so bad uh-huh. and the sharks are bad in general it's not just him it's their whole team i think if they had at least like even a little bit below league average goaltending they'd be way better than they are right now i don't know yeah maybe um but yeah, yeah so hutchinson backed up tuesday night and then he's gonna be put in another tough situation on hockey night in canada mm-hmm. on saturday against the habs yeah i know we talked about this a lot last year, like who should start the first half of back-to-back? Yeah. Where, where do you stand on that now? Do you think that you give it to Anderson in Montreal? Or, like, should they? I know he's starting on Friday, but what do you think that they should give it to Anderson on Friday, play Hutchison on Friday? Or on, yeah, like, sorry, Anderson Saturday, Hutchison Friday. Who are they playing? Friday is... San Jose. San Jose? Um, the team that you just roasted. Yeah, well, their goaltending is garbage. Yeah. They're decent offensively, and... Their back end is the best offensive back end in the NHL. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to deny Carlson's kind of getting off to a slow start, but Burns is ridiculous. Carlson, Burns, and Eduardo Vlasic, Mark Eduardo Vlasic. Yeah. Um, I would personally start Freddie against Montreal because I think the Leafs stand a better chance against Montreal. Or, like, they could win. It'd be easier to win against them. Hmm. Because okay. I think I still highly rate San Jose. <laughs> so, and I don't think... What Hutchinson's bad at, which is, uh, I guess, in close forwards, they're a very defensive-oriented team. Like, all their points come from the back end, right? I think Hutchinson could deal with that. All he's got to do is look through traffic, and that's not the biggest deal in the world. So Hutchinson against Montreal? Hutchinson against San Jose. Oh, Hutchinson against San Jose. Okay. Friday against Montreal. Okay. Personally, Uh, that's what I would do. But again, the numbers say that it's probably beneficial to... Start your starter on the opening night and right. throw your back up to the Wolves on second game of the back-to-back. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know where I stand. I think also you can take into consideration that Saturday's game against Montreal is in Montreal and the game against the Sharks is at home. 
So maybe you play your backup goalie at home and give him a better shot. So yeah, I, I actually I understand what where you're, where you're coming from, and yeah, I think I agree with Anderson against Montreal and Hutch against the Sharks. Yeah, and in the case of the games against Columbus and Boston, I would have probably gone Friday in the first game to guarantee the two points because you know you're not going to beat um, Boston in the second game. They're rested. You're coming off a back-to-back. Yeah. You're missing John Tavares still. Travis Dermott isn't healthy, so you have a weaker back end. Cody Ceci and uh, Morgan Riley do not work. Like Their offensive game is okay, and when they get in their own end, it is a tire fire. Um, your only serviceable defensive defenseman is Jake Muzzin, and he's tied to Tyson Berry, who can't defend either. And he looks slow this year, too. Jake Muzzin looks really slow. I, they, he's their only defensive defenseman. Like, he isn't even that defensive. Yeah, he can join the rush as well. He's but joined the rush a few times. On their third pair, like, Justin Hall isn't known for his defense. and no. Marty Murchin is. Mar- oh, Murchin, that's all he can do. Yeah, but he's also terrible, and they got to get rid of him. Yeah. I've never been on the Did you watch fan. Gravel play at all? No, I didn't. He looked okay. He looked all right. I know he's left-handed, and at least have too many left-handed defensemen, but he was okay. Um, you get the puck up, he can make you know, that first pass to get it up to the forwards. And he looked okay in the defensive zone as well. So, I mean, good for him for stepping in. They they, they have to ro- keep rotating their players because Babcock has said he's going to get a lot of those bench players a chance this year, even at forward. Um, so, yeah, I like how they're balancing that out. I'd like to see them give Gravel a couple more games. Okay. Um, I want to know what your thoughts about Mike Babcock are right now. Because Leafs Nation Twitter, or Leaf Twitter yes. right now is... Oi, I, and in a war zone is probably the best way to describe it, of Babcock supporters against Babcock haters, and then the poor Swiss stuck in the middle, not sure which side they're standing on. Man, oh man. I remember I made a point last year saying that if they don't beat Boston, they should fire him, right? Did, did I say that? I think I said that last year. If they If they don't make it past the first round. I know I was a big proponent of it. I can't remember. Yeah, if you yeah, were you or were t- okay. Yeah. Uh man, like, I'm I'm okay with them firing him. If they, if they were to fire him today, I would be completely fine with that. Uh, promote Sheldon Keefe, I guess that's the way to go. Um, Who coaches the, the Marlies? You got to find someone else. Maybe that assistant coach. But Sheldon, okay. So you fire Babcock. You promote Sheldon Keefe. Mm-hmm. You. Hi, bring you move the assistant on the Marlies. You're saying yeah, to head coach who I don't even know who that is. I don't know who that is either. But so maybe it, that's not a good idea if we don't even know the guy's name. Well, who else is out there? Ron Wilson. You're gonna bring Ron Wilson into? I coach? don't think he coaches anymore. I'm pretty sure he had a stroke. Oh, uh, I think I remember them saying that a couple of years ago. Um, you could bring in. Alain Vigneault's gone. Um. Like Michel Therrien, <laughs> Michel, he still coaches Montreal. Oh no, he doesn't. No, he coach doesn't. Julian does. Yeah. Maybe uh, you promote the Growlers guy. Ah uh, no 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 no! I don't. They won last year. No, they okay. You only fire Babcock if it makes sense. If if the guy that you're bringing in makes sense, and I think it's I think it's Keith. I think he's done a good job with the Marlies, and he deserves that chance to be promoted. Um. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think they got to worry too much about who's going to coach the AHL team. They're going to find someone. It's an AHL team. They'll find someone else to do it. 
your AHL team that's in charge of developing. Develop, yes, I know it. Developing your young but players. That, hopefully, that assistant coach. I don't know who he is, but hopefully, Let's he's see. worked with Sheldon Keith for a while, and he's he understands the system how he's like to develop his players, and he can just take over the job, or they can promote someone from um, another team in their organization. Maybe I don't know. Um, go out and get someone else. So the assistant coaches in the AHL for the Marlies are A.J. McLean, Rob Davidson, and Derek Hahn. Han? Hahn? Okay, I don't H-A-N. Never heard of them. So. Does it say how many years of experience they have or their no, contracts? It's, it's just a list of all their GMs and stuff. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know if. Eleven games into the season is the time you do it. Yeah, I, 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 um, I'm not saying that they should fire him right now, um, but I wouldn't mind them doing it. Like, okay, uh, if if this trend continues where they win a game, they lose a game, they win a game, they lose a game, they have to go on a streak at some point. And I'm not sure what their upcoming schedule is looking like. If it's a weak schedule, or if, if they're playing against some tough teams, but they have to find a way to go on a streak, even with John Tavares out. And that's one thing that Dubis did say. In his opening season press conference, he said that this team is going to face a lot of adversity, and it's about how they respond to that. So, first of all, Austin Matthews situation to start the year. you got to battle through that. John Tavares goes down with an injury. You have to b- battle through that. Hyman and Dermot have been out as well. They look like they could be uh, nearing our turn, too. Dermot's practicing on the top line today with CeCe. Yeah. Oh, right, because Riley is Riley's absent missing because yeah. he played 25 minutes against Boston. So they're giving him the day off. Is that what it is, day off? That's what I thought I saw. Okay. Um, but yeah, he well, he can't return until I th- want to say next week. Okay. Because of LTIR shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Um, but once yeah. he comes back, that probably means the end of... Is Nick Patan on the Leafs? He got called up, right? Yeah, yeah, he's on the Leafs. Yeah, he'll, be get, scratch. he'll get sent down. Because I think they're trying to find a trade for him as well. Yeah, they're going to need uh, to find some cap space somehow. Yeah, that has to do with my... Hot pick or whatever you Your call hot it. Take. Hot take. Oh boy, I have to figure uh, out one. the end of the show. Okay. Um, um, other news. Uh, John Carlson. Yeah, he's John got twenty Carlson. points so far this year. Five goals, fifteen assists. Washington's looking okay. I don't think that's going to keep up, but just thought we'd throw that in there. He's on fire. Yeah, he's got like seventeen points, right? Fifteen and twenty games. Fifteen. No, sorry, twenty points. Twenty 15 points assists now. And uh, five goals. Wow. Okay. Where's Riley when you need him? Um, I mean, Riley's been okay, too. I think he has 11 points. Only two goals, though. Nine assists. Yeah. Eh, you want better out of that, out of him for that. but Yeah, he hasn't been consistent. He's had one four-point game as well, one three-point game, so he's got to find a bit more consistency. Yeah, he's no Pascal Siakam, who put up on Tuesday night. Yeah, it was Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, he put up what was it, thirty-eight points or something? Yeah, geez, insane, man. like eleven or eight max contract. Good thing they locked him up. Yeah, that was a good signing. It also happened well, this week. We think, we never know. I'd, As of right now, I'd imagine it will be a good signing just because you know he's so new to basketball. Which I don't know if you knew this. He, he didn't start only, playing yeah. ball until he was like sixteen. Yeah, so he can only get better. And he, yeah, he can only get better. Um, but yeah, that game was. An exciting one. It came right down to the wire. Um, New Orleans is not a team to call out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've said for a while that I think New Orleans, after the Anthony Davis trade, could be a massive 
white horse in these race uh, in this race um, for top of the league. I think I think they're going to be a playoff team. Um, yeah, and keep in mind those, this is without Zion. Without they're, Zion, they're opening game. Outside. I'm not very high on Zion. He's good, but he's going to just fall apart. Why? Because he's too, he's too big. Like he's too big a human. His knees won't be able to handle it. They're uh, already given out on. No, you can't. He's already hurt him twice. No, I, I wouldn't give up on him. <laughs> Shout out Jackson Farrell. Yeah. Um, we got to have them on eventually. Yeah, Finch and the Farrell, they'll definitely be on uh, soon. Um, um, but yeah, he. I think Zion is. He's good because of how big he is and how athletic he is. But I don't know if he necessarily could translate to losing. The Pelicans say they're not worried about his weight. I am. A lot of people are. If he loses that 30 to 40 pounds, I don't know if he can shoot well enough to be the kind of player that that everyone thinks he is. I think it's too early to start making that judgment, though. He hasn't even played a game. He's blown his knees out twice. Yeah, but he dominated. Like he year. was dominating at Duke. Dominating. He's okay, the first overall college, pick for a it's reason. college basketball. Yeah, okay. But Anthony he's... Bennett dominated in college, and where is he okay, playing? Anthony, okay, that's a different story. That's a different story. I think, I think Zion just needs a chance. He's the first overall pick for a reason. So was Anthony Bennett. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Bennett was. Um, so was Mil Yakupov. <laughs> they don't always translate. You find the, I think the weaknesses height, in no, their game. I think, I think those guys were bust before they even got drafted, though. I think Williamson, like, Yakupov, like, first of all, they weren't even supposed to take Yakupov. Yeah, they, they were. were supposed to take Ryan Murray. That's what that's what Edmonton wanted to do. Oh, but yeah, then the fans wanted Yakupov. No, not the fans, the owner. No, it was the fans that wanted oh, him. I yeah. didn't realize it was the fans. The fans wanted him. Management wanted to take the defenseman, Ryan Murray. Okay, we don't need to get into that, but... I think I think you're giving up on Zion a bit too early here, and also it's it kind of reminds me. I'm not of, giving up on Zion it, too early. It kind of reminds me a lot of the Vladdy Jr. situation where, like the Jays management thinks, well, I don't know if they think that he's overweight, but he should he should lose a bit of weight. Okay, well, I think a good comparison for Zion in terms of um, comparing him to a another athlete, Devin Travis. Devin Travis. Devin Travis. Now, okay. he's not as good, but these injuries just keep piling up. We've yeah. known about him, and he's been big for two years. Devin Travis isn't that he's big, He sprained though. his knee and torn his meniscus. They have completely different bodies. Devin Travis is a little guy. It's like... Yes, but they're both getting injured all the time. Okay, but... Let's it, look at his college stats. I think stats. it's different injuries. In college, he averaged 22 points a game. Uh, two assists, 68 from the field. From three, he averaged 33%. 64% from free throw. Now, keep in mind, that is a smaller three-point circle than in the NBA. Right. And a lot of those points, or field goals, aren't going to be from shots. True. A lot of those are going to be layups dunks. and a lot of dunks. Yeah. If he only has 66%, or 60, 68%, sorry, uh, shooting in college, I don't know if I trust his shooting. Like, sure, he could develop it. Like, that's not out of the question. Okay. But it's also not out of the question that he doesn't know how to shoot and he ends up being a bust. So if you're the Pelicans and you seem to be uh, 
really, really heated about this uh, Zion situation. Okay. Uh, are you considering taking R.J. Barrett over Zion? They never would have taken R.J. Barrett. It would have been him or John Morant, uh, who's point guard who was taken by Memphis. Memphis? Yeah, Memphis. Because they traded Mike Conley. Yeah, Memphis. Um, it would have been between Ja or Zion. I don't know. I didn't know. Like, I don't know enough about Ja um, to really judge whether or not it's a good addition. I think he did well in the Merch Madness, but I don't know. I think I would have considered it. I would have considered trading the pick. All right. Trading down to. Uh, Mem- like trading with Memphis for the second overall mm-hmm. to get either one of the two and then maybe other young pieces. Maybe you could have scraped Mike Conley out of them for it. Yeah. Because he ended up getting dealt. I don't know. I, it's Ultimately, they went with the safe option, which is take Zion. Yeah. I just don't know if I necessarily agree with the yeah, decision, and I don't know if I necessarily agree happen. with... Injuries happen, you never know. If they can find a way to keep him healthy and yeah. um, he gets into better shape, then... I think he's going to be a good, good, good player in this league. Oh yeah, if he can stay healthy and he's yeah. able to stay healthy, yeah. he'll be up there with LeBron. Mm-hmm. It's the issue of actually staying healthy. Yeah, I think I I just don't think you can compare it to Yakupov or or Devin Travis. I think Zion's profile as a player is just way way above those guys. And like Yakupov or 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 Travis, like they're kind of like below average players. And Zion's projected to be like one of the best, like you said, up with LeBron. Devin Travis was projected to be a pretty good second baseman. Um, he was projected to be a good hitter, but not good defensively. Um, and I, no, I don't know about like he was projected to be a starter. Like he's not projected to be like an All Star. I think Zion, he's gonna be an All Star if he actually plays. Uh, moving on from Zion Williamson, um, what else did you like in the Raps Pels game? Um, well, we should talk about the ceremony. Yeah, we should talk about the ceremony. That's probably what I liked the most. Um, uh, I liked Fred Van Fleet's interview after the game. You can still see that scar underneath his his eye. Um, I liked, um, he was clutch. He had a big game. He had a career, uh, career game in points. Um, and he had a big three in the overtime as well. I liked that. Um, Lowry looked okay too. Um... Yeah, I think I think the ceremony. I think that's what just caught everyone's attention. Really, I think um, the way they presented it, presenting, announcing every single player that was still part of the team from last year, and uh, and like, letting them have their little moments. You know, being presented with the ring and um, Masai's reaction reaction to the ring was was priceless as well. Yeah. And then I really love how they um, they got Kyle Lowry to voice over the uh, the banner unveiling. Uh, yeah, I find it a little cringy because he didn't really know what he was doing or why he was doing it. Um, I'm sure they told him in advance, and I think Kyle probably had something prepared to say. I think I don't think it was just all like, yeah, I'll just take the mic and say whatever I want. I think he he put some thought into it. The five, four, three, two, one. Maybe <laughs> maybe he made that up, but uh, uh, I don't know. I, I thought it was a decent ceremony. Adam Silver is unbelievably awkward, and that's coming. Yeah, from that me. was awkward. Does he go to every single championships um, championship team's home game to start the season? Because I don't know if I've so. seen that before. I'd assume he goes and presents the rings okay. to every champion. I don't know if he did it for Golden State every time, but mm-hmm. 
Golden State won it multiple times. So, and I assume that they'll have a presentation when uh, Kawhi and Danny yeah. Green will come back. They'll have um, a ring. Clippers when they come back, it'll be um, Kawhi, Lakers, Danny Green, yeah. and I don't know how they're gonna get Jeremy Lin or Jordan right. Lloyd's. I mean, they might have already rings. given it to them. They probably already got them because yeah. Lin is now playing in China. Yeah. Lloyd is playing in Spain, I believe, for Valencia. Um, but yeah, so those are going to be interesting ceremonies, especially the Kawhi one. But that's going to be this amazing. one. I like the idea that they gave all the fans replica rings. I thought that was kind of cool. They didn't look amazing; like they did look a little cheap. But you're giving out twenty thousand of them, or more than twenty thousand of them. That's a lot of dough to spend on first game plus the jer- the shirts they already gave out, which those looked sick. Mm-hmm. Um, uh oh, hold on. But I'm installing an update on my computer. Uh-oh. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, but I pressed yeah, the wrong button. I liked the whatever. Uh, I liked the Raptors overall. I liked the ceremony. I thought the Socrates edition of the video. They he's always amazing in those highlight hype up yeah videos. Um, I thought the packs they did were pretty good. It was maybe a little too scripted, in my opinion. But maybe that's just the media side of me seeing stuff. Um, True. Yeah, yeah, too picky, man. Too picky. I'm very, very picky. The Raptors I, just won a championship. Who cares what they do with the ceremony? Very good point. Uh, but yeah, under the game, uh, do you have anything else you want to add before we jump to the game? No, I'm good. All right, under the game, Fred Van Vliet is going to be sick. Yeah. Um, so is Pascal. Lowry looked pretty okay. Um, what do you bet? Put up like twenty two points or something, something like that. Uh, I can't remember. I think um, he got off to a slow start, but then he picked it up a bit. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do at uh, shooting guard, because uh, right now Fred's starting, but especially tomorrow night against Boston. Yeah, it's gonna be a challenge. Fred rolls ankle. He said he thinks he's gonna be good to go, but he's gonna decide tomorrow. Hmm. So we may not have Fred for that game. Uh, it may be Norm starting at shooting guard. Uh, OG, it's good to have him back. He'll be a really good fit in that small forward uh, for the Raptors. I really liked the Gasol, Ibaka, Siakam front court of center, power forward, yeah. small forward. Um, you didn't see a lot of uh, Ibaka and Gasol on the court last year together. No, yeah. So this year they're trying. It looks good so far. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I think I think Toronto can make some mo- big moves. Like. I wouldn't write them off. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, like, Rondé Hollis Jefferson was a good addition, mm-hmm. uh, although he's injured right now with his groin. But he worked out today, and he's hopefully going to be back pretty soon. Um, as you were saying. Yeah, I I know. Um, one of the references made is that the Washington Nationals they lost Bryce Harper. Yeah. And look at them yeah. right now; they're in the World Series. Yeah. Um, and the Raptors they lost Kawhi. And you know they're they're still fighting. They're still contending. Um, I I don't know what their ceiling is yet. We'll have to see maybe ten games in where they're at. See how they can handle Boston tomorrow because that's going to be their first challenge, especially on the road. Yeah. Um. So we'll see how they do then. But they're definitely still a playoff team in my opinion. Um. And yeah, we'll we'll see how we'll see what they can do. Yeah. Um. So you mentioned Kawhi. 
Uh, yeah, we can talk what a, a game. little bit about Lakers Clippers. Again, I've been so busy recently. I haven't watched any sports. Yeah, I sports. watched the hi- I just watched the highlights. Um, but yeah, talk a bit about the game, I guess. Um, I'm pretty sure the the um the Lakers they were winning for most of the game. I think it was the fourth quarter where Kawhi just really went off on on them. Um, Danny Green was insane. I think he yeah, hit he six tw- three points in a row or something he in put the up third. Twenty eight points, yeah, which is a record. He was nuts. They either tied a record or set a record for most points in a debut as a Laker. Jeez, yeah. Which is that's insane. Yeah, he was good. Um, like I said, Kawhi was great. He basically carried the Clippers because I think in the first quarter they were getting crushed, and I kind of felt bad for Kawhi. Like, like that's not a good start. That's not a good first impression. Um, he was also getting booed. From uh, from some of the fans, the, well, that's because some, some of the Lakers fans that was that were there. Well, yeah, it's in L.A. Lakers yeah. fans are entitled. I actually didn't know that they both played at the Staples. Yeah, Center. Yeah, they both play in the Staples Center. Yeah. it's really really dumb. They got to get another they stadium. They play in for... the Staples Center, and then the Kings play in the Staples Center too. So that's yeah. a pretty hectic they schedule. Got, they need a new either stadium. I mean, that stadium is crazy. Like that's that's a great great stadium, one of the best stadiums in all of sports. But yeah, they they do need to find another one in L.A. I know they're building one for football. But yeah. they got to find another hockey one or a basketball one. Yeah, it just doesn't really work. Like, mm-hmm. I guess games between L.A. could be interesting, but how do you decide who gets the home game? They just flip a coin pregame? Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Then, like, all Lakers fans can just buy the tickets, and then it's like... Uh, yeah. Eh. How do you get season, t- uh, season seats? Yeah. Lakers versus Clippers. Two people have the same set of seats. True. Yeah. There's a lot of logistics yeah, stuff yes. that you haven't. Well, we haven't no, considered. No, no, no. I don't think so. Well, if you bought Clippers season seats, row one, like no, but you you would buy the Clippers home games. So oh, like, I guess yeah. You wouldn't buy like who like it doesn't matter if they're playing yeah. at home. It has to be a home game if that makes sense. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Okay, that makes sense. But um, yeah, they played a pretty decent game. Clippers and Warriors play tonight, mm-hmm. which is going to be a really good game. Hopefully Curry goes off because I got him in my fantasy team. <laughs> um, but yeah, what do you think of the Warriors? Um, I well, I don't know. I haven't. We haven't seen them play yet. Um, I haven't really looked too much into the Warriors so far. Um, but everybody knows, you know, Durant's gone. Thompson's out for the year. Yeah. So we'll see what they can do. They're still, they're still like the Raptors. They're still going to be a playoff team, and they're still going to win a couple rounds. Um. Couple rounds I would might be a I would stretch. Be, yeah, exactly. I would be scared of the Clippers and the Lakers. Clippers, um, Lakers is going to be conference final probably. And, and Rockets. Rockets um, maybe depends on if Harden and Westbrook can actually play mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's going to be it's going to be interesting to see the West because he's still got the Nuggets. Denver's yeah. still good. Uh, Portland are always in the conversation. Curry's just got to carry Golden State this year. Yeah, he's got to put them on his back. Daymond, Draymond Green has to step up. Uh, Russell's got to step up if he stays on the team. He this isn't a hot take. Up. Curry's winning the MVP. Calling it right now. Curry wins MVP. Um, okay. But yeah, moving on from NBA because we only have like 20 minutes left. Uh, let's quickly do NFL. Sure. Well, we got to get to MLB at some point too. Did we do MLB? We didn't do MLB. We, we talked a bit of Devin Travis. but Devin <laughs> Travis and we talked a little bit about Bryce Harper. But Oh, uh, yeah, true. Uh, let's sure, do let's MLB just so we don't run MLB? out of time because we got to do MLS because that game happened yeah. last night. Okay, so MLB, MLB. right now. MLB, yeah. Okay, so Washington fans, how hyped are you right now? 
dude, they could sweep this series. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about a sweep. They and got I definitely him. don't count the Astros out because they still have Granky pitching in Game Three, and he's always gonna be. Granky is game. their third pitcher. Yep, that's right. Oh my God. I know. So yeah, you that can't, is disgusting. You cannot count the Astros out, but what a start to win both games on the road to start the series. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. That is so impressive. And they won 12-2 yesterday. 12-2. That's nuts. That's... I guess Justin Verlander was pitching. That's crazy. They're for real. That's crazy. Um, they are... They're for real. They could... I think they might do it in four. <laughs> I think the Astros are shaking. I think they're shaking in their boots right now, and they don't know what they're going to do. I think they could win it in five. I just don't see the Astros going out like that. I don't see them getting swept. They had such a great series against the Yankees, and they've had such an amazing year. I don't, I don't see them getting swept. That's crazy. That's, that's not like the Astros. Jose Altuve and George Springer and Correa, Bregman, these guys don't want to get embarrassed like that. I think they're going to come back, and honestly, I think they're going to win the next two games. That's, that's how I'm thinking. Right now, I think the series is still far from over, but what a start for the Nationals. And, yeah, I mean, the Astros are definitely worried. They're definitely worried, but I think they're going to have a big bounce-back game. Granke has to pitch really well, and I think they could win the next two games, tie it up, and then it's a best-of-three series. Games five, six, and seven, two of them will be in Houston again, but that doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting couple games. Yeah. Um, or next couple of games, at least. Who's pitching for the Nationals? Who's their third game? It might be either Anibal Sanchez or... I can name Max Scherzer, and that's it, on the and Nationals Strasburg, And then... Um, Strasburg's on the Nationals? Yeah, yeah, he pitched yesterday. He was amazing yesterday. He went like six innings. I gotta, cat- I gotta start watching baseball Oh, more. boy, who is... I feel so bad. Sorry, guys. Uh, who is that... Okay, you, you talk. I'll, I'll, I'll find this. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, like my prediction for the World Series champion two weeks ago was really, really bad. I said Washington. I said Washington. I said the Yankees, and that didn't age well. And then I said the AAL is going to just dominate and destroy uh, whoever comes out of the West or NL. By the way, how stupid it is, is it that the Jays are in the American League, but there's a National League. Like, why don't they just change the names? Oh, Patrick Corbin. Who? Patrick Corbin. He is really good as well. He's their third guy, and he's going to be pitching uh, game three at home, and he's good too. Okay, I have so no Corbin idea. Corbin against is. Granky. That's going to be a good matchup. Um, what were we saying about the Jays? What? National? What? Yeah, National League. Why are the Jays in the American League and not the National League? Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I just go on random rants when you're yeah, not paying just... <laughs> attention. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, NFL. Sure, let's go to NFL. Um, my computer's good now, by the way. It didn't. Good. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Um, so, yeah, NFL, uh, we got the trade deadline. Uh, it's a week away. Um, we, uh, we've already had a couple trades. Emmanuel Sanders uh, from Jackson Farrow's Denver Broncos. <laughs> He's excited about that, that they're kind of rebuilding. He wants them to just start fresh. Um, so he was traded to the 49ers, who are currently 6-0. and And they're, uh, they're looking really good. They just added another wide receiver. And then uh, we also had the Patriots, 
After losing Josh Gordon for the rest of the season, they went out and they got Mohamed Sanu from the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, you can remember Sanu in that Super Bowl, that Patriots-Falcons Super Bowl. He was a big part of the Falcons team back then when the Patriots made that comeback against them. Um, uh, also, I just want to throw in there, the Lions traded their starting safety, Quandre Diggs, to the uh, Seattle Seahawks. So it's kind of questionable. It's it's drawing a lot of Lions fans. Um, like you? To be con- yeah, exactly. I'm concerned about what these guys are going to be doing. Um, heading into Thursday, the trade deadline. And right now they sit at, what are they, 2-3-1, and one, and they're two games back of a wild card spot, so they're not out of it yet. Um, and a lot of teams still haven't had their bye week as well, and the Lions have had their bye week, so they do hold like a game in hand. Yeah. So they're not out of it. Um, trading away your starting safety, though, that's big, but I'm expecting a big move. I think it was just a move to clear cap space. I might... You might see a big trade from Detroit. They might go out and get a defensive end. Um, you know, there's Vic Beasley out there from um, from the Falcons. I'll pretend I know who that is. Yeah, um, he's he's good. He's a questionable player, but he's good. Um, so I could see them going out and getting him or another star defensive end. Um, I'm hoping that they're still going to be buyers. I don't want them to sell at the deadline because I do think this is a good team. So I'd like to see them uh, make a couple moves there. Another another possible moving player is um, AJ Green mm-hmm. on the Bengals. The Bengals are atrocious this year. Um, you know what? He might go to the Patriots. That's that's how I, that's how I'm thinking. I he might go to the Patriots or Green Bay. Just that's before I, I came in here, I saw that Josh Gordon might be done with the Patriots. He's. I think he is. I saw that yesterday. Yeah, they might cut him. Mm-hmm. So there might be something there. Yeah. So I think. Um, AJ Green's going to get moved. Um, I think the Bengals will get a lot back for him. A couple draft picks, probably. Um, yeah, like I said, I think the Packers or the Patriots are front runners for him. Um, also on the move might be Melvin Gordon from the Chargers or um, longtime cornerback for the Cardinals, Patrick Peterson. He might get moved as well. Um, it's going to be an interesting week heading up to the deadline. And I do expect a busy trade deadline this year. We're going to see a lot of moves. Uh, tonight on the schedule, we got the Redskins and the Vikings. Adam Thielen is ruled out for that game. So Quandre Diggs, or not Quandre Diggs, Stefan Diggs, he's going to step up. And he's going to have a big game, in my opinion. I think the Vikings take that one. Um, and not not good for the Lions because they're in the same division. So yeah. let's hope for a Redskins upset tonight. <laughs> we'll see what happens. It's going to be... Thursday night football. I don't know what time kickoff is. I'm gonna like assume eight o'clock or something. Yeah. Um, so let's let's move on to uh, the yeah. topic Connor wants to talk about. What should be the his, top story in Toronto yes, sports right now? But, but yet we're talking about it with ten minutes to go in the show. Yeah. Uh, TFC has advanced to the Eastern Conference Finals. I watched their first round game. I actually watched a bit. You of that. watched that game. I that was a great game. Even though the Leafs were on and Martina and Bianca were singing. I was tuning into. Uh, well, Bianca wasn't singing, but she was there. She was glowing. Yeah. She was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Both of them were glowing. Uh, okay, that was weird. Uh, yeah. Did you watch the extra time of the um, MLS TFC first round game? I watched the first two goals, I think, in the in the extra time, and then I and then I tuned it turned it off. Okay, so you missed the best one. Good. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, Martina. Uh, oh. 
Oh, my God. Okay, so, yeah, TFC won against the DC United to end Wayne Rooney's journey in MLS. He's now joining Derby as a player manager. We'll see how that goes. Um, But, yeah, then they faced New York City last night on City Field because New York don't have soccer fields, uh, and you have to play on a baseball stadium. But they played well. I didn't catch the first half because I was doing some audio editing for a class. Uh, But second half, they looked really, really good. Uh, They struggled a little bit, dealing with um, the quickness, I guess, pace of New York's attack. Um, Mavinga, I thought, played really, really well. Simal was good. Alro was fairly decent. Larea, when he came on, is... He is so good on a league min contract. That's the big guy, right? He's kind of big. Larea, is he big? No, no he's it's not him. No, that's Josie Altador you're thinking of. No, 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 no. I know who Josie Altador oh. is. I know the other guy. I don't know his name. Yeah, well, Josie didn't play. Neither did Gonzalez. But Omar Gonzalez was on the bench, which is a positive sign. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see what Greg Vanny does against. Um, either Atlanta or Philadelphia Union. Mm-hmm. But back to the game, Alejandro Pozuelo, Jeez. he's great. Yeah, uh, what a goal. 90th minute, he has the balls to do the to do a Panenka, which is just insane because he'd done it on that go- same goalie earlier in the season. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's faced this guy in terms of penalties, I think like three times. Two of them he's Panenka'd. Or, no, no. He scored on him three times. One of them was saved, potentially. I can't remember exactly, but that was dirty and very, very bold. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, he did it, and Johnson couldn't get to it. So, yeah, yeah. that was worthy penalty, well drawn by Lorea. Maybe um, just explain to the audience what a Penenka is in case they didn't see the goal. Can you explain? Well, if you don't know what a Penenka is, you should learn um, and watch them. Andrea Pirlo is unbelievably good at him. Pozuelo loves to do them. Uh, it's basically when you chip in a goal. So the ball goes very slowly and like arcs. Um, it's kind of like a knuckleball. In that. In, in baseball, not not in soccer. Like the knuckleball. Like oh, in slow. baseball. Yeah, 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 kind of. I know there's a knuckleball in soccer too. It's but. basically designed to beat the goalie because they dive quickly. Because in order to save a penalty in soccer, you have to dive before the guy shoots or you're not going to get there in time. So it's designed to avoid the goalie saving it and just chipping it over him, and he can't do it. And he shot anything. it, like, straight, like, right down the middle, too. It was a little bit to the right. Um, I was a little worried that Johnson might have gotten it. Uh-huh. Could have gotten it with Could have been too slow, hand. almost. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was very, 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 very bold. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm not sure when the next game is. Um but, yeah, so far on my predictions for MLS playoffs, the only one I've gotten wrong is Philadelphia Union beating New York Red Bull, which I probably should have seen coming, but it's neither here nor there. So, yeah, Toronto's going to have either uh, Philly or Atlanta in the conference finals, whether they'll probably lose. Mm. Um, but we'll see. There's potential for the third annual... Or not annual, I guess. Uh, third time, MLS, Toronto has faced Seattle in the final. Yeah. Because they beat Real Salt Lake, ending Nick Romando's uh, MLS career. 
He is a legendary keeper, if you don't know who that is. Um, look him up. He's only like 5'10", and he's got a dad bod. Uh, but yeah, he's legendary in MLS, so props to him. Congrats on a good career. But yeah, if Josie's healthy, I think Toronto FC may stand a chance, but it's going to be really, really, really tough. Yeah. And so, they're on the road, too, so... Yeah, they're going to be on the road unless LA Galaxy managed to beat LAFC, which they probably won't. Um, they'll be on the road for the rest of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Well, best of luck to them. Yeah, and then quickly wrapping off, because um, I talked about Canadian men's national team soccer team last week. Uh, quickly mention that FIFA rankings were released today again. Uh, Canada is now 69th in the world. Uh, they are top six in CONCACAF which means there's an actual legitimate chance they may be able to go to the 2022 World Cup. There's mm. like they could be in Qatar, which would be Jeez. huge for the young for a young team like uh Canada. Canada, yeah, wow. That's great. That's crazy, yeah. But yeah, I guess wrap it up cuz we have 5 minutes left. We got to do hot takes and anything else you want to mention before we do that? Um not no, I don't really think there's much to say. Um, yeah, coming up on the schedule tonight, Thursday night football, uh, Clippers Warriors, um, 10, 10 games 10 in NHL, NHL action tonight. Um, so yes, yeah, so lots, lots of good sports going on. We got our Ryerson, um, uh, seasons for, uh, hockey and basketball starting up. Um, I know the women's hockey team, they lost yesterday. Um, got an interview with coach Lisa Haley, um, yep. for one of the classes, um, She's uh she's excited about the season. She thinks that they can build off last year's postseason success. Um, so hopefully they uh they bounce back. They lost two nothing yes- yesterday afternoon. So hopefully they they bounce back. Um, no, anything else you want to add? Um, not really. Uh, we got we're gonna be doing a game day coverage for a class in the future. So we'll talk a little bit about what that was like uh, once we do it. But yeah, have you thought of your hot take? Of the day, I, whatever you want to call it. Hot take of the week. I mean, I think I should get a week off after uh, my hot take last week. And look, look Last who, week, look you weren't even here. Okay, two weeks ago. Two, <laughs> sorry, two weeks ago. Um, I'll have you know I did one last week. You did a hot... What was your hot take last week? I have no idea. Oh, I think it okay. might have been Michael Bradley. Okay. Uh, or was that the week before? Two TFC hot takes in a row. I don't know. Probably. Okay, no, but two weeks ago, you remember mine. James Neal. James Neal is going to win the Hart Trophy... I'm pretty sure he's second right now in goals, so hey, you never know. He could keep it up. We're 10 games into the season, but okay, I still don't believe you on that okay. one. Okay, you go I guess it's the you, hot take for a reason. You go first with yours. My hot I still, take. I got to think of one. My hot take of the week is by the Christmas break. Nick Patin, Cody Cece, and Michael Hutchinson all will not be Leafs. My prediction, Winnipeg. Okay. I think Patan goes back to Winnipeg. I think Hutchinson ends up in Winnipeg. I think CeCe ends up in Winnipeg. And I think Laurent Brassois is a part of the deal. Laurent Brassois. So he's their new backup. He's their backup goalie. Because holy crap, Winnipeg's defense is utterly shambolic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that happening. Yeah, Winnipeg, elite offense. Um, horrible defense and goaltending is uh, it's it's iffy right now. Hollabuck's not getting off to a good start. Um, There's okay, potential. yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Um, let me see. Hot take, hot take, hot take. All right, Babcock, 
You're done. Oh, my God. Two weeks. Two weeks? Two weeks. He's getting fired in two weeks. The Leafs are going to be cold for the next two weeks. And I think Dubis will, will pull the trigger, and he's going to fire Babcock. Wow. Okay, that is a hot take. Two weeks. Are you... You're insane. Two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Yeah, your hot takes are... Hyman's going to come back. Babcock's going to be gone. And Babcock's going to be like, you should have let me have Hyman back. And I'll I'll show you what I can do. But no, he's gone. Your hot takes are on another level than my hot takes. Exactly. Whether or not they're correct or not. Mm -hmm. Oh, we'll find out. We'll find out. That's what we'll debate in the future. Let's go. Hopefully I'm two for two. Uh, Yeah. Let's see. Can we come up with one more? Because we only we have a minute left. Oh boy. Um. Well, I already said that. I think the Astros are going to win the next two games of the World Series. Um. Dun 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 dun. I'm gonna go another TFC one. Okay. <sighs> am I? Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, am I? Sure. Let's go. I think that Sebastian Giovinco, or not TFC, uh, MLS. I think Sebastian Giovinco will be back in MLS this offseason. Jeez. On TFC? Probably not on TFC unless Bradley gets converted down to a TAM contract. Okay. All right. Um, how much time we got? 20 seconds. 20 seconds. All right. And we got people outside. Okay, so. final hot take, and then uh, I got some music, okay. some sweet music. Um, like We, we got to talk about Martina Ortiz Louise one day. All right, so we, get, we just got to have like one topic, just like... My hot, my final hot take to close out the show, Martino Ortiz Luis is the best national anthem singer in all of sports. Wow. Okay. And with that, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. We're taking you out to... You'll find out. You'll find out. Uh, until next time, I've been Connor Somerville. I'm Aiden Silliphant. And this is The Big League.